Welcome to the podcast series on the art of mentoring, where you will learn about great mentoring. This podcast is funded by the National Science Foundation to support mentoring visually impaired middle and high school students in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, also known as STEM. Your guides for this podcast will be me, Dr. Laura Lunsford. I'm a mentoring scholar at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. And me, Megan Barr, a senior in business management with a human resource concentration at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. Let's get started. Well, this podcast is all about getting started. And Megan, as we get started, a good place to start is what the word mentor means. What do you think about when you hear the word mentor? Well, before taking your class, I used to think that it meant a relationship between two people and one person being more powerful and knowledgeable and experienced and another person less powerful trying to gain that knowledge. But now I know it's a process. Can you say more about that? A process meaning what? That there are stages and a mentor, you can have a network of mentors and it's not necessarily on the relationship, but there's strategic goals and other reasons to be in the mentorship. So where does the word mentor come from? Well, that's a really great question. And a lot of people don't know the answer to that. It comes from the Greeks. Odysseus had to go on a pretty long journey. And back in the day, there were no airplanes then. So he was really worried about his household and his son's ability to govern it. There weren't cell phones either. And so he called on his best friend to provide some guidance for his son to make sure the household would still be intact when he got back. And it ends up that that fellow's name was Mentor. But what a lot of folks don't realize is that the goddess Athena, or Minerva, depending if you're looking at the Roman or Greek goddess and goddesses, took over Mentor's body whenever Mentor was giving advice and support. Interesting. The word mentor came from over 2,000 years ago from the Greeks. What does, mentor, what does make mentoring different from other relationships we might have? We do wonder, why do we have this word mentor for relationships versus friend or peer mentor, coach or teacher? And I think what makes mentoring different from other relationships are that it has two kinds of support. The first is friend or personal support, what we might also call psychosocial support. And that involves role modeling, being approachable, building someone's confidence, sort of like being a friend. And the other kind of support is around career support. And in this case, for this program, that would mean encouraging young people to be confident and pursuing STEM fields if, if they want to do so. So it might be helping them understand the process of science or what a profession looks like or how they might navigate or choose the discipline. Okay, so there are two kinds of support that make up mentoring. I wonder what personal and career support is like for middle and high school students. Dr. Al, do you remember what it was like to be in middle or high school? Well, it is good to think about that. It seems like a long time ago now, but I have to say, one of my middle school teachers really stands out for me. And his name was Mr. Fish, which was quite appropriate for being a science teacher, I think. And everyone in the class had to work on a project. He came to me and encouraged me to select a project that wasn't on the list he provided. And it was a solar hot water heater. It was harder than I thought, but all my classmates loved it because we all got to go outside to see if it worked. 
And looking back, I realized that he was interested in me and my abilities and skills, or at least he seemed that, I, that he was interested, and he tried to provide more challenge in the terms of career support um, by challenging me to, to build something a little harder. In this case, creating a hot water heater. You know, I recently found an old photo of me standing outside in the parking lot with it, and I was quite proud of it, and I remember Mr. Fish pretty fondly now. What about you, Megan? I remember in my middle school science class, we talked about digestion, and the teacher used pantyhose and put things in it to show the digestive process, and the room, the room exploded in ews and gross and <laughs> other things like that. Yeah, so it's nice to think back, like, what did we do in middle school or even high school to help us think about what does it mean to get started in a mentoring relationship? When we think about the needs of middle school students, they're really focused on, can I make it in the world of people and things? It's a time for them to recognize their talents and, and learn to understand what they like. Um, and for example, in a mentoring program such as this, you might ask a mentee what he or she enjoys doing in their free time, or what books does she read, or even how does he enjoy spending his time. That's true. In middle school, you know, I'm not entirely sure what I did a lot of the time, but I really, you know, I'm sure I worried a lot because that's just what I do. But I remember worrying a lot about did I have enough friends, did I have good relationships with everyone, did everyone like me? And I think sometimes it might be hard when you're talking to a middle school student to talk about, well, what do you want for your career choice or major? But you had some good ideas earlier about maybe you just start with things like, you know, what do you like to do or read in your, your spare time? In high school, the main challenge is around identity. It's uh, called identity versus role confusion. And really the focus there is on who am I and what can I be in terms of a profession or in terms of my life ahead? What subjects do I like in school? Um, questions that you might ask a mentee are what professions interest you? How could you learn about different careers and find out what you love most? What college or major seems really interesting? Or even asking questions around what interests or hobbies do you have? So what advice do you have for people that are meeting their mentor for the first time? The single most important task, I think, in that first meeting is to really build what we call rapport the first time you interact. Rapport enables us to trust one another and, and a, you have a feeling that you like the other person. Um, obviously, there's projects to be solved and interview questions the mentee needs to ask in this program. But spending a little time in the front and uh, getting to know the other person is important. The main goal really should be to find something in common, an experience or interest. This will really help you build rapport. And as I think about building rapport, communication is part of that. And I thought we might talk a little bit about two-way communication and how it's different from one-way. What is the difference and, and what is two-way communication? So communication can come from one way or actively from both parties, which is two-way. Here is an example of one-way communication. This weekend, I was building a robot for the science program, and I accidentally connected the positive wire to the positive wire, and then the robot malfunctioned. We had no idea what to do, so we went to get help, and in route, we stopped for soda. 
Jane ended up dropping her soda because she was so nervous about the program and our broken robot. While Miss Jones was helping her with the cleanup, we were all so concerned about Jane that we forgot about the robot. By the time we ended up getting back to the robot, Joey had realized our mistake, but we were only awarded third place. Wow, a lot of information. What a weekend. That shows me you were interested, but I don't know if you understood or even cared. Let's try two-way communication. All right, I'm game. Uh, Megan, what did you do this weekend? This weekend, I was building a robot for the science program, and I accidentally connected the positive wire to the positive wire, and then the robot malfunctioned. Wait, the positive to the positive? Yes, the positive to the positive. We had no idea what to do, so we went to get help, and en route, we stopped for soda. In doing so, Jane tripped over the robot and spilled the soda on it, and bam, it stopped working. Was it Jane or her sister, Jen, who tripped? And, and importantly, is that robot still malfunctioning? It was Jane, and yes, it would not do anything we had coded it to do. While Miss Jones was helping her with the cleanup, we were all so concerned about Jane that we forgot about the robot, and by the time we ended up getting back to it, Joey had realized our mistake, but we were only awarded third place. Third place. Well, not bad given all that happened, and it sounds like you all tried really hard to make it work. See, I feel more like you heard what I was saying and that you were interested in it. We've talked about how mentoring involves both personal and career support, developmental needs of middle and high school students, and the importance of two-way communication. What suggestions do you have for the first meeting? Well, we talked a little earlier about the importance of rapport. Certainly, two-way communication is also important. And some great questions to ask would be, well, what do you wish that I knew about you that I don't know now? Uh, what do you do for fun? What do you love about science? Really, the goal is to try to find something in common with the other person, but also indicate that you're listening, as we demonstrated with two-way communication. That makes sense. I, my mentor through the um, business school, one of the first things we talked about, you know, is our favorite foods, what we like to do in our spare time. And one of the things we found in common was that he's a lacrosse coach, and I played lacrosse in high school, so it doesn't have to be high-level conversations, it can be really simple, I think. That's a great example, and, and I think especially when you're talking to middle school and even maybe high school students, starting with just sort of finding out some things in common that you do in free time or experiences or even places that you lived really goes a long way in creating that bond that lets trust develop um, so that you can support one another as the relationship develops well, for a recap, in this podcast, we've covered a lot of information on how to get started. First is where the word mentoring came from, which is mentor in the Greeks. The second is there's two special kinds of behavior that make mentoring different from other relationships. You have that friend personal support, but you also have the career support, um, which is an important dimension. There's also developmental needs. So you really do want to think about the difference between where middle schoolers are and high school students in terms of are they trying to figure out if they fit in with others and, and what tasks that they enjoy, which is middle school, or more around identity, who am I, which is what high school students are going to be focused on. And again, I just can't say enough how important it is to build rapport by finding some things in common. Well, thanks for listening, and make sure to complete the Getting Started Worksheet to check your understanding of the information in this podcast. This podcast was all about assessing understanding. We hope you understand more and we thank you for listening.